that video like hit almost 1 million people who likes and like more than maybe 500 comments wow. i was like seriously <laughs> Welcome to Voice Podcast, a podcast for students by students. And today we have Caroline Molina. And she is a wonderful person to see on campus. She is in the wonderful program of... Esthetician program. Esthetician program. And uh, so, Caroline, so how is the semester starting for you? So, in, in context... How long have you been in Canada? I have been living in Canada five months already. Mm -hmm. So I came here in May. I was studying English, but um, I started statistician program in September. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty new for me, but I already, I was an esthetician already when yeah. I left Brazil because yeah. I've been working as a brow specialist since um, 2020. 2020, yeah. Yes, where, where, where the pandemic started, I just started my own business because um, I was working as a teacher and then um, I lost my job. So I started yeah. to think about something else. Yeah. And then I discovered myself in this amazing career. Yeah. So what were you doing before the pandemic? What were you teaching? I was actually teaching english for very young kids okay. even though my english is not perfect it's not very it's good. good we understand i understand perfectly <laughs> yeah but i mean i was i used to teach very young kids um i am pedagogy so i was teaching like portuguese in the beginning and then i started learning mm -hmm. uh, like learn learn english and then i started teaching english for very young kids um, but then when the pandemic started Mm -hmm. um, I lost my job because most schools in Brazil, they just like, I don't need more. I don't need English anymore yeah. because um, English is like our second language. It's like an extra course yes. we don't need here. That's why they just like, I don't need you anymore. And I got very depressed. So I start to think, so what, what am I going to do? So I'm going to like work i have to work and i then i discover myself so you discover yourself now as a brow specialist right exactly so how did the passion for brows start so i always have passion about beauty mm -hmm. so i always take care of myself going to a salon and do my like my nails yeah. makeup my brows uh, my hair and everything. So I think I always was passionate about aesthetics, but I I never thought I was able to do anything on like clients. But when I was eighteen, my mom asked me if she she asked me, do you wanna maybe open a salon? I can open for you, so we can do like yeah. aesthetics and you can study if you want. But I denied because I thought I wasn't able to do it. I was like, oh, I cannot do an eyebrows. Like <laughs> I would like make a one bigger, one small, yeah. one thicker, one thing. That's what the first things 
uh, come to my mind. So, and then I decided not to do it. But then I decided to become a teacher. I thought it was easier to me. But then after years, I lost my job. I, I wasn't happy in my job. I wasn't like thinking to do that for the rest of my life. I was thinking about giving up. But then um, when the pandemic started, everybody was wearing masks. So the eyebrows was like the only thing everybody was noticing. Like eyebrows, eyebrows. Everybody was like, yeah. I, I need to get my eyebrows done. I need to get yeah. my eyebrows be beautiful all the time because it's the only th part of my face which is showing to everybody eyes and eyebrows. Mm -hmm. So um, I started to think maybe I could do like eyebrows course and see if I can deal with. Yeah. And then I did online. So it was like a basic course. Yeah. was online. And then... Um, I started to do like on my husband, my mm -hmm. cousins, my mom, my dad. So then everybody was looking, was looking at their eyebrows and say like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. You do like amazing job. Why don't, do, don't you do that? Yeah. Why don't you become an esthetician? Yeah. Why don't you like become a brown specialist? And I was like, maybe, maybe that's what I'm, I'm going to do. <laughs> So that's how I discovered myself. Yeah. So I started to work and do it like hands-on and I discovered like was pretty good it. And so t tell me about the first brows that you did. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. No worries. It's true. So who was the first person you did the eyebrows? My how husband. Was, <laughs> how was he feeling? My husband was, oh, I mean, uh, I bought Hannah. Yeah. And then I bought tweezers and I bought everything I needed. So I did on him, but it wasn't like male eyebrows. I did mm. like as I was doing in a woman. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, his eyebrows was like on a um, woman's face. Oh, no. And then for the first call, the, the first call, when he first called his mom, his mom was like, <laughs> what did you do? What happened with your eyebrows? And then uh, everybody was laughing because uh, his eyebrow was so funny. And yeah, so I was training. How, I need to do someone. And it was pandemic. I couldn't like invite my friends. And... Yeah, that was the thing, which was like, even during like, it was a pandemic. Who would come to, you know, how would you get people? Exactly. So we, we, I need to, I need to train. I need to practice in someone. So someone was my husband. He was there with me all the time, so yeah. it's gonna be you. And then he said, "Okay." He was working home offs, so mm. it's okay. Yeah, and and how was his reaction when you showed him in the mirror? Like, oh, he was like, I think he was expecting to look to the mirror and <laughs> see like his eyebrows look like a woman. Mm. But um, we started laughing, and you mm. know, like. Okay, it's gonna be done in seven days. That's what the henna is supposed to be on for seven days, seven to ten or fifteen days. It depends on the type of the skin. But uh, for my husband, like seven days, and also um, we wash it like pretty well for the next days, mm -hmm. and it was gone like pretty quickly. That's ah. good. Well, you know, if it grows quickly, it can be also it's good in a way, but also bad. You know, like. Mine grows pretty quickly, so 
my eyebrows can get in a in a lot of bad shape. So what if I were to trim my eyebrows, what would you recommend to guys? Uh, how to do the eyebrows or should they go to someone special? I think it's really interesting to go to a brown specialist, especially men, because um, especially when we are like very, I'm a brown specialist, so I do the brown mapping even on men because um, it's really important to get all the symmetry on the eyebrows, especially men, because we don't want to get like the men's arch very arch, you yeah. know? Yeah. So we don't want to make the, the male's brown too, like, how can I say, too close to the woman's eyebrows. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to do very arch. So we have to pay close attention close attention to this so the brow mapping is gonna show me what i have to do so when the the nose will start and when it's gonna finish when it's gonna be the end so it's not like the ex exactly the same brown mapping which i do in most women it's like kind of different because we have to follow the natural the natural shape of the browns um and also, we, we are not going to be focused on like the same measure is going to be in the beginning and mm -hmm. the arch because we do we kind of do this for a woman, yeah. but not for men. Okay. For men, maybe can be like thin here and thicker at the end, which is totally okay. fine. It depends on the eyebrows. If the, the man comes to me and his eyebrows, for example, your, yeah. so your eyebrows, it's like thin not thin but mm -hmm. i mean it's thicker Thick, yeah. but it was thinner than the middle the arch part okay so um it's not because it's thinner here and thin here thicker here and thin in the the in the in, in the, the middle, beginning in the beginning yeah yes it's not because of that i'm gonna be like your eyebrows look like a superwoman <laughs> if that makes sense oh, yeah we got that yeah. yeah yeah and so like how now what's different uh from a brows for men and women so what's the difference like for women now how are there different styles of doing brows or i first i would like to say that each person has their own priority sure so some clients come to me and ask for very thin eyebrows, which I totally respect. Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't want to follow like her natural look. He just she just want to like take everything off to just leave like very thin, thin eyebrows. Yeah. Others they do prefer like very thicker, like very like don't take a lot of hair off. They yeah. just ask me to do this. So it depends of the person what she's looking for that day but usually the eyebrows shape supposed to start in the the line of the nose we we, we measure exactly where the nose will start is this line over here and then uh for the end of the brows we should measure i measure with the thread okay so i have to follow the the middle of the mouth and then the end of the eyes, mm -hmm. which will show me exactly where the eyebrows will finish. Okay. So for the arch, 
there are some ways to discover the arch which okay. um one of them is to see like a person should look like very straight and then i come with the thread and i look at the very middle of the eyes and then i find the arch this is one way to find it and then with the thread i can make those lines and um, make the right shape for her wow that's that's a lot of steps to yeah. make uh, eyebrows so yeah for sure and uh, how how long did it take you when you started to do all of this did you think comfortable doing it it's a very good question because when i started this career mm -hmm. i usually i mean i used to take about one hour and a half sometimes to do like the whole thing the brow mapping mm -hmm. and then tweezing everything like an hour and a half but nowadays i can do it in 30 minutes like mm -hmm. the the whole process the brow mapping and also tweezing or waxing mm -hmm. whatever the client wants so just in terms of technical terms what is mapping so what is eyebrows mapping eyebrows mapping shows exactly where where the browns should be look like. So I'm gonna see your face. Okay. It's gonna show me what your eyebrows should look like for your shape, for for your face, where your symmetry of the face. Uh, because I can maybe draw one eyebrow now in a paper or even in a format, which I can just put in every eyebrows and. I don't need to do the brow mapping, but it's not like this. So each eyebrow has like different, um, different things, different formats. So that's how we we use the brow mapping mm -hmm. to discover her uh, right shape for her. Okay. Her right. Oh, I'm. <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah. The right shape for her. Yeah. So this is the 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 brow mapping technique. I mean eyebrows they are not symmetrical okay. like they are not very perfect one it's not like other like each part of our body they're not the same mm -hmm. exactly like one hand it's not like other hand okay. one ear it's not like other ear so each part of our body they have their differences mm -hmm. so eyebrows they are the same so they are we call asymmetrical which we can respect that. Maybe I can receive a client and she says, maybe my eyebrows are different. Mm -hmm. I want them look very perfect. I want they match. I want they match very perfectly. And I mean, it's impossible because um... <laughs> in the middle of the podcast. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I just saw your, your story 15 minutes ago. I was like, I know those plans. <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you guys. No the worries. middle of the podcast. Oh my I was God, very sorry. nervous explaining. It's all right. Like, I can cut it or edit okay. it. Or you can be a surprise appearance also. Oh my God. Yeah. I can, you can come here and they say, If you want to know who this is, this is Ninive. Uh, she is, uh, did I pronounce, pronounce yeah, that right? Yeah, yeah. And she works at Spark. She is awesome, always having a beautiful smile. I can see in the hallway. Uh, check out their page. They have very funny stuff how they do marketing. So just to give a shout out. If you don't come up, you can oh come and God. say something. Okay. Yeah. Let me just say hi. Sure. Oh my God. Let me go here. Oh and my client just appeared. Yes. <laughs> just like She's amazing. 
Brazilians stay together, okay? Yeah, for sure. This is really cool. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a surprise, guys. I'm, I'm going back to work now. Have fun. But thank you for, for this, for the 30 seconds of fame. <laughs> thank you so much, Thank you, guys. Have fun, okay? Have fun when, as well. you, when you're done, God fuck me. Okay. See you. Oh, gosh. This is voice podcast. Surprise appearance every time. So... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Let's keep going. What were we talking about? We I, don't so, I don't know. I don't know. Let me ask another question. And uh, what was that? Mapping, tweezing, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I just, was, just yeah, so, keep it. All right. Yeah, I was, I was very amazed by the fact that you said, like, each half, we are asymmetrical, right? Yes. Everybody, I, it's something which I'm learning right now. And sometimes, like, I myself, I have this shoulder who is slightly... Every time I'm like, oh, but this is slightly, so... Is this something normal or not? No, yeah. then something like, okay, yeah, it's for everyone. So, yeah, everyone has some sort of asymmetrical yeah. stuff. And would you say that uh, one advice that you would give to people is to trust the shape of their eyebrows? Or they can decide what they want to do at the end of the day? Mm. Which is best, like to follow the shape or to adventure with it? I would say um, I would follow his right shape, like for her, what's the right shape for my client, mm -hmm. what's the right shape for her yeah. between uh, the brow mapping and all the the lines of the mm -hmm. face. So, but um, it's it's hard to, to say that because each person has their own um preferency mm -hmm. so yeah it, it's a really hard question so i i would respect the client and make mm -hmm. her happy yeah. that's my goal make her happy and she is happy with thicker eyebrow i'm gonna make them thicker and mm -hmm. she wants very thin i'm gonna make them thin thin and also right now it's depend of the Right now, what's going on here in Canada, in Brazil, in a lot of countries, um, they like the eyebrows like come like this part comes together here. This is for a woman, not much for men, because men like them very clean, 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 in the clean here yeah. in the middle of the the eyebrows. Yeah. But for a woman, they they are looking for like their eyebrows gonna be like together here. Okay. So it's not part of her shape, but but if she wants that, why not? I'm not gonna remove here. Mm -hmm. She she's if she says, don't touch there, and I will say, okay, okay, I'm not gonna touch. So let's see in the end, and then if she's happy or not, or maybe she can change her mind, and mm -hmm. I can remove later, which is fine. But right now, you asked me about the time. So right now, right now, I'm doing thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, th 30 minutes really good yeah. it's a really good time for me but also I can do like in 20 minutes and also I leave some time at the end maybe she wants to change her mind that's sure. what I just said if she wants to change her mind like oh, I want to remove more mm -hmm. or maybe I don't know if she wants to change anything yeah. we still have time to do this mm -hmm. but for me 30 minutes is enough time to do this wow that's amazing uh, like uh just in parenthesis, like I say, this is amazing so much in every episode. <laughs> like, it's really amazing because I always get amazed. Like, you know, like I just talk with many people and yeah, amazing stuff, always hearing. 
shifting from one hour, 30 minutes to 30 minutes, that's a lot of practice. Exactly. A lot of practice. Uh, it didn't come overnight. So how would you say, like, how much time did it take for you to become very at ease? Uh, two years, one year, maybe? Or oh, shorter? Yeah maybe a year mm -hmm. maybe one year to be mm -hmm. very fast yeah but even though this wasn't my goal sure i always tell my students because i also teach other professionals to become brown specialists mm -hmm. like me so i also uh tell my students like don't don't rush don't go fast it, it's not your goal mm -hmm. you don't have like to be on time in the beginning in the beginning you're gonna make like slow don't worry about time because if you worry about time maybe it, your your result is not gonna be good mm -hmm. so i always tell my students your goal should be like a good result mm -hmm. don't rush don't like keep looking at the watch and say oh i have to do like faster faster no it's not your goal. Your goal, you have to be like, make them good, make them perfect, make them nice, make your client happy. That's why you have to be focused on no, no rush. That's what I say in the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's why I took like one year to be like fast. It's not because I want it, mm -hmm. because I, it was a lot of practice. A lot of clients coming up, some, sure. some clients in Brazil, um, when I was attending, for example, Saturday, mm -hmm. I used to see sometimes 20 clients wow. on Saturday. And I was super tired because I stay like up all the time working because I don't sit you down. You need to also bend, I guess, a little bit, right? For... Yes, back pain, yeah. a lot of things. So um, I think a lot of practice and a mm -hmm. lot of you know experience that counts so but i don't i don't believe professionals should be focused for the first time on time on time you know yeah. rush i don't think yeah. that some clients can also be like you know very messy they want they're a bit annoying you know like hey you know i need to do this quickly every what, what are the client stories that you've got like <laughs> a lot of clients i had one client once we don't I, need to say names, not where, not nothing. No, don't so, worry. Yeah. So I remember yeah. one one day, I was in the beginning of my career. I remember mm -hmm. I booked uh, her daughter for an hour because I used to do in an hour. After a time, I was yeah. doing in an hour, uh, mm -hmm. like a complete eyebrows, eyebrows and henna and tweezing, of course. Um, and then uh, her mom, her mom came together with her daughter, daughter. And then her bottle was booked with me. So I did her eyebrows. And uh, it was almost finishing, like 20 minutes to finish. And then uh, she said, oh, maybe I regret because I didn't book with you. Do you have time? Do you still have time to do mine? And I supposed to have another client in 20 minutes. Yeah. But then she said, "Mo, it's okay. So you can do like in 20 minutes, do whatever you can was like the faster eyebrow I did yeah. in that time, back at the time. Mm -hmm. So, and then I said, okay, but I'm not gonna promise you it's gonna be perfect because oh. you have to be honest with your client. Yeah, that's true. That, that's always, I always say that 
you have to be honest. And then I, I told her, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's going to be good, perfect. Do you still want to do this? I just, I just have 20 minutes because I'm a kind of professional who doesn't like to like be late mm -hmm. because I supposed to have another client in 20 minutes. Sure. It wasn't fair to make the other client wait, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because she was on time mm -hmm. and I was attending another person who, who was not booked. So, and then I said, okay, I'm going to finish you in 20 minutes. Are you sure you want to do this? You're going to pay the, the same price because, I mean, I'm not going to do any discount to her yeah. because you, you understand. You're, the, you're giving the final. Uh, the, she, she just like came, came for the last minute and asked me for, uh, yeah. for help. And I had like 20 minutes. Sure. And then I finished her, her daughter eyebrows very fast. And then I start to do hers. And that was good. Wasn't bad, mm -hmm. but wasn't perfect. Yeah. But then she was happy because I did. She wanted to to do her eyebrows, and I did. It was mm -hmm. good. Yeah. So okay. Oh, I thought something bad happened. No, no, anything oh. happened. Well, I mean, everything was Considering fine. Considering at the time, you know, like, but you did a good job. So sometimes it's like that, you know, like you're so much a professional. Your your eye is so used to seeing great work, excellent mm -hmm. work. And then it's like, uh, oh, you, you see a mistake, but the person is happy. Yeah, yeah. she was happy. That yeah. was her goal. And then she said, maybe you can stop you, my daughter, and do mine. Because we both have an event, and then I regret, because I didn't book with mm -hmm. you. And then she asked me, do you have another time? And I said, no, yeah. because I was booked for the whole day. And then she said, okay, you can do me in 20 minutes. I said, are you sure? And then she said, okay. I was like, okay. I'm gonna do in 20 minutes. And I did my job. So it wasn't perfect, but she was happy. She was happy because I I did, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was happened. And so what would you say, like, speaking of clients, like you said it was back in Brazil. Uh, do you notice a difference between Brazilian and Canadian clients in terms of? I believe there are differences between Brazilian people and Canadian people, mm -hmm. for sure. For example, there are many differences that I can say right now. But for example, mm -hmm. here, time is money. Yeah. So I started to work in a saloon and people book for the time. Like for the, that time, it's my time. In Brazil, they don't look that. They, they don't look how much time you're going to spend yeah. doing that. They are looking for quality and uh, the services yeah. you are doing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say we have kind of differences mm -hmm. because here it doesn't matter if you finish or not. If you're on like that person booked for 20 minutes, mm -hmm. it's for 20 minutes. E either or I finish or not. You understand? Yeah. Um, in Brazil, it's kind of different. People are looking for quality. I mean, of course, they, we can say um, there are exceptions. Mm -hmm. Many people in Brazil also are looking for cheap services, yeah. which sometimes it's not quality. Yeah. Sometimes it's faster. Um, but, um, you know, I think... Um, they have like preferences and exceptions. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, in Brazil, they are very particular with eyebrows, for example. That's why every each professional in Brazil, they do brow mapping. Like everyone do brow mapping. It's not like a new thing. 
Okay, I thought it was something new because mm. even in my country, they don't do brow mapping. That's good. That's why we are in Brazil, we are champions in aesthetics because yeah. like we are like awesome, which everything mm. we do related to aesthetics in Canada was like new because nobody do this. I was like, seriously, you, you never heard about brow mapping before. And my salon said, no, we, we, I mean, I already heard sometimes, some t maybe I heard once, mm -hmm. but not like, I, I mean, nobody do this mm -hmm. here. And once I started to do here, I introduced the brow mapping to them. They was like, this is awesome. Let's promote your services. Let's get yeah. more clients. And right now, a lot of Brazilian people who lives in Canada, they are looking for me because they okay. want the same technique they are they were used to do in Brazil. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's really good. That's really you. You made a name for yourself yeah. already. Like in uh, six months, you've been here, right? Six. Yeah. Five. Five to six. Five to six months. Yeah. Yeah. What made you choose SLC? Oh gosh, a lot of questions. Let me ask you some questions. Okay. <laughs> Let wow. me first a little bit. <laughs> it's English, come on. <laughs> Let's think. So, uh, I came from the one agency. They yeah. helped me to choose a college. So, me and my husband, we want a place that uh, were a, would be a small city not too expensive mm -hmm. and we didn't go to we didn't want to go to another side of canada which is vancouver yeah you know the the bc area we didn't want to go there because it's sure. too far away from brazil so i could i would be like six or seven hours uh, to, uh from brazil i mean i i, I want to contact my mom my parents yeah. on the right time and in this side of Canada, which is Ontario, we are very close. We're just one hour ahead, ahead behind, one hour behind right. Brazil, yeah. which is good. So we decided to be to be in this side, and then my agents looking for couple options to me, mm -hmm. and they showed me, and I fell in love with um, Saint Lawrence College and also the city Kingston because it's a really nice city. A lot of nature places to explore. Yeah. Um, it's not like very busy. I mean, I I love busy cities. I love Toronto. When I went there, I just fell in love. And I <laughs> asked my husband, do you want to <laughs> live there? And then he said, no. Be my husband hates big cities. Mm -hmm. We were we were, we used to live in Sao Paulo City, which is a big, big. I think it's the biggest city in Brazil. Uh, it's really busy, really like traffic lights, traffic all the time. And um, but uh, here he wanted to live in a, a small city. So I agreed to stay here for a while and then I will study. And then after my college, we will decide it, if we're going to stay or not, mm -hmm. or maybe move to a big city. I don't know. Let's see the, the job opportunities. Sure. What's better? what's best for me and for him True. because maybe it's going to be good here or maybe it's not enough. Maybe we change our minds. Let's go to Ottawa, for example, which is like bigger than Kingston, Yeah. but it's in between Kingston and Toronto, which Toronto, I don't know. Close to Montreal also. Yeah. Very so I don't know. For me, like uh, anything I mean, can change. Anything, anything. Can that's the beauty of life. 
anything can change, anything can happen, anything you can make happen. How about you? So you've been to a lot of places, a lot of countries. What made you decide to be in Canada? To like, to study here, Solaris College, to Ooh. stay longer? Well, I haven't been asked questions before on the podcast. This is the first time happening. What made me come to <laughs> Kingston and SLC? Oof. Uh, I came to SLC. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to get asked questions. So, uh, I was like you. So I lost my job during the pandemic. And um, I was working as a welcomer uh, in hotels. Uh, my last job was from uh, what uh, October 2019 till uh, April till March 2020. And March 2020, we all know it's uh, the pandemic happened. And uh, so one week after the U.S. declared that they were in a pandemic uh, situation, I was laid off. I lost my job. But thankfully, my hotel gave me still food and allowed me to stay in the hotel because nobody was coming to stay in hotels. So that, that's to give a bit of a background how I came to SLC. But anyways, it's part of a story. Um, so I couldn't go back to Mauritius Island as well. So I stayed for five months inside a hotel room, just like that. So it was like a bit like a prison jail for me. So I would just go downstairs and collect the food. So five months just staying in a hotel room like this. I, I gained a lot of weight. I became depressed and everything. So finally, oh I was able to go home. But I lost a lot of things. I lost uh, money. I lost my mental health, physical health. So I went back to Mauritius and I took uh, one year to recover. I decided to take the whole of 2020. I went back in Mauritius in August. And yeah, till March 2021, I recovered. I restarted losing weight, working out, eating healthy. And I decided to, you know, one day it was like this. I saw an ad on Facebook. We are sticking to students to Canada and we are still have application left. Uh, you can go in May. So I was in March. I was like, okay, I can go in May. And I was like, mom, I need to phone that number. Like I got a feeling. Let me just phone. I phoned that agent. Hey, I saw that you were looking for students to go to Canada. Yes. So you just need to get those documents ready and stuff. I needed to collect my degree at my previous college. And I was like, yeah, I will get everything ready. I'll come give it to you tomorrow. And the night I had a good dream, like this is going to happen. And I said, yeah, I need to do it. I woke up for the first time after a year with a purpose. After one year, I felt a sense of direction. I said, okay, let me go. I went to my college after two years to pick my degree. And I went immediately to that office. I met my agent. Hey, like, hi, I'm Sean, everything. I said to him, you know, I'm someone who is very hungry. I'm very motivated. I know exactly what I want. I lived in big cities. I lived in LA. I lived in Paris, Bordeaux, in the southwest of France. And I would love to study in somewhere where it's kind of balanced. You know, I don't want too much of a country life. I don't want a big city life also. Send me somewhere where I will be focused, but also will have a good life balance. And then he told me, but... I can do that for you, but where do you, what do you want to study? And I say, I don't know. I saw a few programs uh, around various colleges. So I saw, I was interested in sports and event management. I was interested in digital marketing. 
I was also very interested in also project management. And there was one last course, which was photography course. And then he told me, you know, like photography is not in, look for, because I told him I wanted stability. I don't want to get fired again. It was the first time in my life I needed that job because it was my way of earning money. I won my own. So I lost my job. I, I was in a very big mess. So, and I told him, finally, then says, you know what, uh, photography, uh, events management, digital, they can all be related to what you did in hospitality. Then I said, digital marketing is good. It's one year program. You can study that and then you can choose, you know, if you- You're gonna finish before me. I'm going to finish, <laughs> but I'm at SLC till for another year. Um, in 2023, I will be in project management next year. That's, not, that's nice. Yeah, so I'm going to be another year. One year bearing with me again uh, on SLC. It's so, good. And then he told me digital marketing, uh, there's a fabulous course in Kingston. It's probably the most detailed course in digital marketing in one year. So you can take that. So that's how I came to know there was another Kingston on planet Earth apart from Kingston, Jamaica. So yeah, that's how I knew about Kingston. I knew about SLC from my agent. And yeah, the nice. rest is history. I, I applied in March. I applied for September uh, 2021, but I just arrived in April because it was too short to do the visa process and some uh, financial situations as well. And yeah, so basically what's important, I'm here in Canada and look forward to of progress in my career and my personal life also yeah that's how congratulations thank you so you got much. it um you're here now and happy here happy <laughs> less happy days sometimes less happy days but always learn from the less happy days they are the most beautiful days if you learn from them me as a customer and you being a browse specialist what tips can you give me so that i keep my brows in good shape healthy and uh, so that I can maintain them. So for you, I would say uh, choose your brown specialist each 20 days. Mm -hmm. Each person has their own speech of hair growth, which is can be different. One person can come to see me in two weeks, yeah. while others can see me in six weeks, which is totally fine. It depends on the browns, but as I know your eyebrows, so I would say at least 20 days, 15 to 20 days, come to see me and then we can like make a good shape. We can do the brow mapping and clean up. So we're going to be fine. Otherwise, if you take like too long, maybe you're going to make lose, like we're going to lose your shape mm -hmm. and then we're going to have to find the right shape for you again. Um, I would say maybe if you, like take too long, maybe two or three months. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're going to lose your shape and we're going we're gonna to find again. No problem. I can do it. But just for you to feel like relief because we will just clean your face. And then um, also mm -hmm. you can feel like more. It's something that, that you you feel like you, you're taking something heavy from your face, mm -hmm. right? After you done your eyebrows, you just look to the mirror and say, oh my gosh, I did... I took something very heavy and I feel very relieved, relieved mm -hmm. now. So that's what I, I suggest you to come to see me at least 20 days. Each yeah. 20 days you come to see um, to see me and then we can reshape 
your eyebrows. Definitely, definitely. And now it's the same question, but now what should I not do to my eyebrows as a customer? What should I never do? That's a really good question. Because um, sometimes we we don't know what we need to do, but it's better to say what we should not do. Yeah, 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 it's a good question because a lot of people, they twist their eyebrows at home, which I would say, if you're doing that, maybe you're going to remove a hair, which is in your shape, it part, it's part of your shape. So if you remove that hair, and when you come to see me, maybe in two or three months, their hair, maybe their hair is not going to grow up again. Oh. It can happen, okay? So that's why we have to make sure to remove the right hair. Okay. That's why we are brown specialists because um, I am removing the right hair, right? I'm doing the brown mm -hmm. mapping to make sure I'm removing the right hair. So if the person is there, they, the, the my client doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know her shape or maybe she doesn't know how to do the brown mapping. Then she remove a hair which was part of her shape and then when she come to see me and then she can say like oh i can see a hole on my brows <laughs> maybe she did that so that's why i recommend not to touch at home yeah. i mean uh if you want to clean maybe a little bit here in the middle mm -hmm. it's okay but not like close to your shape maybe so far away from your shape maybe but even though i would recommend you to come to see a a professional sure. um, at least once a month mm -hmm. to make sure you have the right shape for you. Okay, and uh, I see like also one big mistake which guys make, I guess, is shape. So they shave their eyebrows, which I think is not good if you shave because then it grows like the beard. So. Yeah, so I mean, um, it's actually a myth that okay. that um, your hair becomes thicker mm -hmm. when you shave. That's a myth. Okay. It, it doesn't exist. This. Okay. I didn't know. Debunking. Life. Yeah. However, if you keep shaving, if you keep shaving, uh, we're not going to remove the hair from the follicle. The mm -hmm. follicle. From the follicle. Which, if we do like waxing or tweeze or even threading, so... Uh, we are removing the hair from the follicle, mm -hmm. which takes more time for the hair regrowth again. Okay. Uh, which is good. So it's going to take about uh, 15 days to regrowth. But when we shave, we don't do this. We don't remove from the follicle. So the hair, it's sometimes... People say like, oh, it's thicker, but it's not. I mean, it's because you shaved. So mm -hmm. we didn't remove from the follicle. So that's why. And then um, if you shave, probably tomorrow you're going to see like something it's bothering you. Yeah. Because then another day is like a too short time for you. So that's why you have to keep shaving, shaving yeah. like each day, each day you have to keep shaving. That's why that's the benefits of waxing and um, tweezing because you are removing from the, the roof of okay. your, your hair which is pretty good. It's like the best way to do it. And now my question is more based around SLC, like... Uh, SLC? Yeah, uh, the esthetician program. That's the program which you're in right now. 
How long is it and what have you learned so far from the program? Which benefits you? Um, the statistician program is really nice here in St. Lawrence College. They have um, we have two years program mm -hmm. and we have one year program. Okay. I took two years because I'm international students, sure. even though I already have a background, sure. which I could find, take like the, the one year course. I would be totally okay mm -hmm. because I already have experience mm -hmm. with a lot of things. I don't have to maybe learn a lot of things here. Um, but I, as I am international, I only had the two years program option. So, so far I am learning other things like facial treatment, which I didn't have this. I mean, I already had experience on myself from mm -hmm. videos that I already watch on YouTube and also watching other mm -hmm. professionals doing that. Also, uh, like online things, pages that I have been following since I started in this career. So I already have like a kind of experience, but not like a very academic, sure. which is good because right now I'm learning like the products, the step-by-step -step of facial treatments, also to work with some like pills, machines, which we are learning here in Canada. Um, it also, it's different from Brazil, even though I had like, I didn't graduate aesthetics in Brazil. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I just have like courses, uh, experiences. Mm -hmm. But uh, if I had statistician, if I had, if I had to take a statistician program in Brazil, the machines, the products, the materials, all things were different. So I had to relearn here yeah. everything. So which is good. So I never took a statistician in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm taking the statistician program. So I'm learning everything. So I'm learning the products, the material. It's not only the hands-on mm -hmm. because for example, I had uh, eyebrows class the other day and I didn't learn anything because I'm already brown specialist. So I, I knew everything. However, I learned the products. I learned it uh, maybe the professional way to see a client. So how how do Canadian people like to be to be seen from other professionals here? Yeah. How do the clinics work here? How the business works so far? So it, this is for brown eyebrows class, but also I could add like facial treatment. I'm learning everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning the step by step. I'm learning um anatomy for example actually i have tests tomorrow okay <laughs> anatomy test so i never studied anatomy in my life so which is great because now i am like understanding deep down the skin and all the functions of our cells of like everything and also i'm including new vocabulary which i i can yeah. uh clear clearly talk to my clients mm -hmm. And uh, they feel more confident on myself because I know, I kind of know, I explain to them like, um, what is your, your skin type? What are your conditionals? Because of this, this and that. You have like a conditional, which is, I don't know, um, acne, it's like inflammation of the skin. So I have like new vocabulary, which is, amazing it's incredible and i cannot you know replace this experience and 
it's fascinating to see how you learn very quickly as well you know like how yeah you do like because learning all those things i would be already like lost of a class like like <laughs> what i love digital marketing because social media uh all the, it's you should do something you love also you know like sure yeah you know sure. like i i love like uh beauty elegance uh you know but i think getting as technical as you're into it i would get very bored and very like angry because i don't have a good memory for remembering all those terms but i do for digital marketing and hospitality but yeah sometimes it's like that and yeah i think it's not like very easy to me to learn a new new vocabulary mm -hmm. also anatomy it's like the hardest subject that i'm taking right now However, I am like struggling. I am looking for ways to learn. Mm -hmm. That's another thing I want to say. I was talking to my followers the other day yeah. and they were asking me like, how did you learn English? How, how do you learn things? Yeah. And um, it's very interesting to understand how our, how our brain function because each person has their own way to yeah. learn things. True. For sure. My way is like, the, the worst way to learn Which because is. I'm very slow and oh my gosh but very slow as well <laughs> but you know when you discover yourself that solve all your problems for example for me I'm a visual I'm a visual learner I'm a visual so that 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 in the beginning I was trying to explain the brow mapping and mm. I was uh, like very difficult to to explain yeah. because like it's something that I'm I'm talking and I'm listening, but I'm visual learner so I would explain better if I had like a board here and I would draw, like you know, and I have a paper because I'm a visual visual learner. We can do it. We no. Have we have a ball no no it's okay i mean we keep it for a small video one day we will show people yeah yeah i agree true okay i'm on Set. uh so that's how i learn things so for example anatomy uh she gives us like a whole like material with a lot of words and i was like seriously i i'm i don't learn like that so what i do is like i take we also do like space, space by space. I can say space, maybe. Mm -hmm. I can learn a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, a little bit after tomorrow. We have to separate what are we going to learn because if, if we try to do this just one day and then tomorrow I'm not going to study, but I'm going to study in two days, your brain doesn't function this way because you have to learn a little bit each day. Yeah. So today I would take like, just a little piece of anatomy and what i would try to do is like make it make like a diagram mm -hmm. to me like i can do like a diagram to myself and trying to draw i mean even if it's not like the right way of drawing anatomy but it's my way mm -hmm. it's the way i understand sure so if i if a person says like cells what is cells i mean the first thing that comes to your mind, like for me, this when I think about cells, yeah, when I think yeah. about cells, maybe I, I imagine like lines, lines. I just, I don't know if this is the how, how the way it is, but this is the way I learn. So I just put like lines and then I draw, I put cells. And this is the way I learn. So uh, I'm a visual learner. 
Okay. And also, if I don't, I'm not learning that way. If I don't, I okay, I don't, I'm not learning this way. I don't, I didn't find anything to draw or anything to put on the paper where where I could visual like learn things. Mm -hmm. I could maybe watch a video. I could put in the YouTube like explanation of la la la. I can find maybe some very animations mm -hmm. videos online, which is for free, and then I can learn very easy. Which is good. How how's your way to learn? My way of learning. Or you don't know. I think I still don't know my way of learning. I learn best when I do things, like, for example, if for example the podcast. I basically didn't know how to host a podcast, and I just do it. So it's probably not the best way to learn sometimes, but no, it is. It's hands-on. It's hands-on. Like, I need to feel it. I need to see it happening, you know? It was the same for hospitality, you know? Like, we were learning about setting tables, uh, welcoming people. That's what I love. Hospitality courses, a lot of practice. So you go there and you learn on the spot. So for me, like, also I would say, like, graphic design, for example, like, we were given, like, a lot of practicals. And sure, the teacher will explain everything and our teacher is very good. He will teach us step by step. You do that, you do that. And it's when I do the step that I know what to do. So I would say like hands-on learning and uh, mimicking learning. So if somebody shows me step one, you do this. I do step one. Step two, you do this. I do step two. It's like this. If somebody goes too fast or tries to explain with a lot of stuff complicated, I will not understand. I will. I, I, I don't. Also, I need it to be interactive. I need, like, if I'm asking questions, I love to talk a lot, so I ask a lot of questions. And yeah, that's the best way. Like, I, when I get curious about something, that means I'm interested. Yeah, so, me too. That's uh, mostly, I would say, yeah, mimicking uh, and hands-on. Hands-on. Yeah, for me as well. Hands-on is really good. That's why I'm a statistician. That's mm -hmm. why I work with eyebrows and beauty. Um, so hands-on is the, like the best way to learn things for sure. But for, for example, anatomy, we don't have this option, right? Sure. So we, you have to find a way to learn mm -hmm. one thing that you cannot put your hands on, which for example, I could say anatomy or skincare theory, mm -hmm. which is like completely different from what I've been experiencing, which is hands-on. So, um, but that's the way I do. And also I can like test myself. I can make like my own exam and then yeah. just test myself and see if I, I learned it or not. But it, it's completely different from what we were talking about. So it's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, I keep it free flowing. Yeah. And uh, okay. that's amazing. So my, I have so many questions, like again, regarding about uh what do you want to do after you finish slc i know like you leave the door open like you said at the beginning to maybe you want to go to ottawa or you never know in life but ideally what would you want for you and your husband in the future um i don't know uh, my husband's plans he he works for a it company he's it mm -hmm. I don't know about his professional life. Of course, our personal life, we want to stay in Canada. Mm -hmm. We want to build our life here, our yeah. lives here. 
But for me, as a professional, I I'm thinking about um, maybe going back to my like running my business. I'm still running my business in Brazil, mm -hmm. which I teach other professionals to become brown specialists. Yeah, I have passional. I have passion to teach this educational part. I do. Um, I I don't know how to explain. I I love help people True. and also uh, i see i see here in, here in canada this part of like professionals to be more like brazilian people the way brazilian like their yeah. eyebrows done and also like other things related yeah. to aesthetics i feel they they have a lack of knowledge here yeah so that's why i would like like to run my business like i know i don't want to open like my own my own yeah. so i don't have this dream in my mind like open my own space and see customers however i do have a dream to open my like uh, i can say maybe my office or maybe my my educational training okay so then i can train other professionals okay however this is plans for very future like years yeah. years years but i can say for like a very short future how would you like to teach other professionals online it's something i can do it mm -hmm. i mean it's not something i need to put like a lot of money sure so something maybe i can like provide a couple things at home and then uh, maybe rent a space to see like models and do like demonstrations and a lot of things like this so that's my plans. I was thinking also about to become a teacher here at Solaris College. Oh, wow. Maybe if this, maybe. the CEO is seeing this video, maybe he can talk to me. <laughs> uh, um, I, I do, I have a passion, I have a passion to teach and this educational part. I was also trying to talk to my coordinator another day and then she mentioned maybe uh, I could do another graduation of teaching for adults or something like this. I don't know if I would do another graduation, maybe, yeah. because I'm getting too old. I'm 30 True. already. So Don't look 30. Don't look 30. Yeah, but, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I am getting old. So maybe when yeah. I finish this university, go to another university, maybe I won't have like this you know enthusiasm, enthusiasm to, to do learn. this yeah, yeah. but maybe i could like teach here one lesson maybe eyebrows maybe waxing maybe um you know some techniques that i've learned in brazil mm -hmm. like brow mapping you know henna application you know couple things that in canada i feel they have like a lack of information they have lack of knowledge of this maybe they, they they know but they do not pay attention and when i introduce this technique here mm -hmm. a lot of people just love it in canada i mean canadian people so why not maybe i could teach other professionals yeah. maybe they 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 can be like me I, I don't want to take all the customers just to me. No, I'm not like you this. You won't be able to. So I'm not people. able to. I want to teach other professionals. Yeah. I want to like those uh, girls. They are studying with me. Mm -hmm. So why don't they like come to 
you know, come to learn new techniques. And also, I can talk to my customers. You know, I've been working in a salon for two months. And I, uh, I have like a couple gaps available. I don't have like a lot of gaps during yeah. the day. Because people got to know me. And right now, it's like everyone wants the, the, yeah. brow, the brow mapping technique. Everybody like wants to see me, wants to take care of their brows. So, which is awesome. So, I could like recommend other um i could recommend other growth to my customers which they don't have like oh maybe you're not available to me that day but maybe my friend or my my student she she knows because i taught her yeah you also have lots of followers somewhere right yeah on tiktok yes yeah so explain it to to us a little bit how how did you get so popular on tiktok Guys, I, I think it's it's something that just happened. Everybody asks you this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was, like in 2020, um, I um I just started my business and I was lear- still learning. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about Browns and I was just starting to see clients and make money. Mm-hmm. And also I did like a course, like a marketing marketing course yeah i was doing uh, i did marketing course Mm -hmm. online and that course told about um hating tiktok and seeing something like oh tiktok is just for dancers they just for like Mm -hmm. young girls they don't have nothing to do no 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 and um they they was saying like instagram is the right tool to grow your business they were always always saying like instagram 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 but i was posting on instagram like every single day i was like present all like day doing stories posts and working hard to keep my instagram up and i didn't grow much i didn't got a lot of clients so then uh i decided to come to tiktok i was like I don't have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. I will try. Why not? Yeah. Because I heard maybe some people say maybe TikTok has changed. It's not more for young people. No, no, no. So I record like one simple video. It was a t- tutorial making my eyebrows. I was looking to the mirror and I put my phone and I did like a tutorial of my eyebrows. Um, and then I record like... I, I recorded everything yeah. step by step. Yeah. And then I record my voice my voice over the video. And then um of likes I had mm-hmm. wasn't about this. It was about that those people who saw my video, they started to looking for me. So where does she attend? Where where is she? So how can I see her? Because I like her eyebrows. I like mm-hmm. her tutorial. I like um, the way she explained. I mm-hmm. like the way she does. And they started to contact me. Like, where where can I find you? Where can I, I how much do you charge? I want to go to see you. So that video brings me like a lot, like hundreds people to see me as a customer, which was awesome. I mean, wasn't just young people like Mm -hmm. young girls 18 years old wasn't that i had like a woman 
from maybe uh, 40, 40, 45 years old, they came to see me as, a, as my client and she was like my return client. She used to come like every, every single month to see me uh, to do her eyebrows. So it wasn't for 18 year old girls. Yeah. And here as well, I mean, it's not just for like young people, TikTok has changed and that uh, brings me more motivation to keep doing my posters, yeah. my contents. So I was doing every, each single day, I was doing like tutorials and also posting like uh, tips and what should you do for mm -hmm. your eyebrows. I mean, um, those tips that I do and I, I tell online, people, even tutorials, people say like, uh, it's nice to see step by step, but they don't do at home. Yeah. They don't do because they, they believe they are not able to do it. So that's why they like to see it and they like to know how you do it, but they not, they are not going to do it. So that's why they, they were looking for me because they see, I saw you. So I want to, I want to do with you. Okay. So then I started to do like all the contests every single day, every single day. And right now I had hit 103 followers. So most of people are from Brazil. 103,000. Thousand. Yeah. I didn't say that. 103,000. <laughs> yeah, 100,000. 100, yeah. Thou yeah. 100,000. Yeah, thousand. yeah, that's 1,000. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, those people are from Brazil and they like to see, they like to listen to my stories mm -hmm. and also they like to see my, my work and also my tips, everything, my tutorials. Mm -hmm. Right now, my life in Canada, university, all these stories I come up mm -hmm. and it's all in Portuguese. Yeah. However, I told you earlier, yeah. I want to switch to English because I want to attract people from here, from yeah. Maybe, I mean, English is like a universal, universal, universal. language. Yeah. So I'll, I can hit, I can achieve more people. It's yeah. not just Canada. I can hit maybe America or maybe other countries, mm -hmm. not only. But if I just speak Portuguese, I will only achieve Brazilian people. I love my Brazilian people, my, my followers. I love mm -hmm. e like do lives. I do lives like every single day with them i talk to them and i give tips and i i not talk about a lot of things however maybe it's time to switch to english question to you would be more like thanking you for being on the podcast and giving us all of those resourceful knowledge you know about your course how you started it how you changed your career how you just your ways of learning and also asking me questions. Wow. Uh, first time people asking me questions of a program. And you moving here simply to Canada to you being a teacher. You do so many things and you do them uh, in a good way. Like, really, like you're very talented. Like, we have a lot of talented people on this podcast. Where can people reach you on Instagram? What is your Instagram? My or your TikTok also, which you feel comfortable sharing. They have the same ad. So mm -hmm. it's Caroline Molina Official. Mm -hmm. Official, I think, is the same word for Portuguese and English. Yeah. I think it's the same. So Caroline Molina Official mm -hmm. is the same for Instagram and TikTok. And maybe I can create a 
uh, YouTube as well. True. Maybe for the same the same ad, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be created too much. I just want to put my name, and people have to memorize my name, which is not hard, isn't it? No, Caroline Molina. Caroline, Caroline. People call me Caroline here. Yeah. In Brazil, it's Caroline. Caroline, wow. Caroline. Uh, but uh, Caroline is just people who's like angry with me. Like, for, for example, my mom, which if my mom is angry, she say, Caroline, like, Caroline, come over here. Something like this. But uh, people usually, usually call me Carol, like mm -hmm. my close friends. Yeah. But uh, here in Canada, everyone calls me Caroline. And I like it because yeah. it's like a different intonation and mm -hmm. different like letters. Caroline. Well, and I like it. I, I feel Caroline. like a very important person. <laughs> uh, in French, it's Caroline. So mm. there is no Caroline, I guess. You add the E in Portuguese. And for French, it's just Caroline. Mm. Yeah. The E becomes like... Caroline. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what can we wish you? Mm, maybe good luck. Good luck for your test tomorrow. Anatomy. Uh, don't say about this. Uh, I studied very hard. Let's see. I can talk to you later about it. Let's see. But I, I can thank you as well for this invitation. I love to be here and I mm -hmm. would love to be here the next time. True. Maybe talking about another thing. Sure. How about that? True, true. We can talk about winter. You can watch more of those episodes on Voice Podcast, on YouTube. It's also the same on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow our Instagram, which is SA Voice Podcast. And we post uh, small reels about tidbits of episodes. You learn more about the guests on our Instagram as well. So again, thank you for listening till the end and share it with your friends. And if you want to be a guest, drop a message on the Instagram. It's simple like that. And also as well, have an amazing week at SLC. And thank you again, Caroline, thank for you. being our guest. And see you soon next Tuesday as well, 2 p.m. Bye-bye. See you, bye-bye.